Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the House Academy Show, entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about how to find good zip codes to send blind offers to homeowners. Aren't they all good? No. <laughs> no, that's a great point. Thank you. But you said this works everywhere. It does work everywhere. I know. It works in every single zip code that uh, you can get data. True. It's just all about, do you want to make money quickly on a lower margin? Do you want to wait a longer time and sell it? I can explain it all. I'm sure you will. It, but here's the good news, and I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it, you. With houses, you just let the data do all the work for you. You just kind of sit back in your chair, analyze the data, download it, put it, <clears throat> put it in the right slots, and the data's going to tell you exactly what to do. In a lot of ways, houses are way easier to price and uh, get offer campaigns in the mail and choose areas that work uh, because all you got to do is just download the data and look at it and you're going to see, oh, that's a terrible place to send mail. Oh, this is a great place to send mail. You know I'm not trying to be a stinker, right? No, I think I'm it's just, great. Okay, I'm just trying I to... I think the more difficult questions and the snottier you are, the, the better the show will be. <laughs> Uh, I'm just trying. I'm trying to voice what we're all thinking. <laughs> no, I think it's good. <laughs> like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> this week is all about Captain Obvious just data. <laughs> it's all about how to do X. Right. So we, you've asked for it. We're going to record it. Thank as you. As always, I'm teasing you. <laughs> Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the HouseAcademy.com online community. It's free. Dave asks. Hi, looking to send out letters to the neighbors of all the properties that I own or have owned for two reasons. One, I'm looking to potentially buy or sell them for the lots that I currently own. And two, looking to buy for the lots I already sold. Lots or houses. Right. Uh, talking about the psychology in the two different letters. Does anyone have a template they can share so I don't have to reinvent the wheel? So I get this. So he's like, okay, look, I've got the data anyway. It's yep. the people all around this. I know what goes on in this area because I've been buying and selling this area. Why don't I hit up more people? I might sell some of the things that are still in my inventory because we all know, like you have shared with us many times, especially with houses, you know, the percentage of people that buy that are in that area are staggering. Yep. So that's great there. And then number two, again, I know the area, so I might uncover some more people that maybe they didn't respond to my letters the first time, but now the second wave when they see that I bought that house over there, I'm, you know, I know what I'm doing here. Are you still interested? Because I'm still interested. And send them a letter like that. And my, if I can keep going with this. Go ahead if you want. I don't, I don't. You don't, I mean, make your own template. I think it should be a, a, a nice little letter, you know, saying you probably heard from me before because that's how I got your data. I sent you an offer. Hey, I'm reaching back out just to say, are you still interested? Are you thinking about it now? Uh, do you remember that offer? You know, I'm, I'm right here and, and have cash and I'm ready to move. The backstory on these neighbor letters was, is so successful that we developed a product, uh, uh, a SaaS model product that we're gonna release this month. Jill is gonna release it actually, to make this easier. So here's the backstory. We, when you buy a piece of property, a house or a piece of land, but in this case, a house, 50% of the time, this is a national statistic, this is not mine, about 50% of the time, somebody who lives within a mile 
of that property is going to buy it 50% of the time, either their friends or their family or themselves. That's a pretty staggering statistic. Like 50% of the times, that's you know who's going to buy it. So you want an effective and easy way to reach out to them. When you look at a data set that's all just in, an, in a spreadsheet without any geography, you, it's nearly impossible to, you'd have to go in and plot GPS points. And we've had people do that. I've done that in the distant past and it's, it takes days. So what we developed is a product called NeighborScoop where you can draw, physic, you, let's say you buy a house, you can physically draw a mile or, or whatever, however it ends up being a polygon around whatever you believe is a logical buyer of the property and, and uh, pull the data, including their phone number, and either send them a letter or call them or text them and say, hey, I've got this here to answer your question, Dave. Here's the content of what I, I say. And Jill and I have gone back and forth whether or not to include this template in offers to owners. And in the end, we did not include it for the reason she said. Make up make, your own. Make it you, personal. It's, your own it's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. But ours says something like this. We bought a house uh, very, very close to you, or you can even put the ad- address in there. And we, we're not, we thought we we're going to move into it. Well, we're probably not going to move into it. In fact, we're investors, and sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. But the whole sentiment is this. We wanted to reach out to you and the community first before we just put it out to the market because we love the community and we understand what you're doing there and we've specially priced it for people in the neighborhood so that we don't have to go through putting it on the market and going through the whole thing. And it's a win-win situation. There's no real estate agents involved and the whole thing. Oh, by the way, if you're interested in selling your property, let me know because blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Incredible percentage of success, especially if you get on a burner phone or a text phone with a uh, area code for that area and do it and mm-hmm. text some people you know and look into the legality of that i don't want to say that it's th- there are very specific laws governing this so please make sure you're com- that's within your comfort level i want to take it a step further when i can yeah okay in this data set you will find typically an llc or somebody that you see that owns five of them that's right so they are already investors in that area. So when you're selling, those are the guys you want to hit up. Yeah. Really, and I, I would send them a letter and follow up with a text and a phone call. I've learned that too, especially this is one. This is House Academy. When you're dealing with these guys, they're out on the. They're out always in the field. They're driving by properties. They're shopping. They're talking to their contractor. They're all over the place. So I, I email them. I call them. I text them. I do all three. So I would definitely do that to make sure that they see it, they know it's out there, it's hot. If you do all three, like she says, mm-hmm. and you answer your phone when they call back or yep. text back, you're gonna sell a property. Yep. I mean, there's, well, I shouldn't say that. There's extremely high degree. If it's price right. Extremely yeah. high degree of, of probability mm-hmm. that you're gonna sell a property, house or land. Mm-hmm. They've already made the choice to own property there. Oh yeah, they know the it area. It didn't happen on accident. They already have contractors working on six other yeah. flips. They'd love to yeah. have one more. Especially priced the way you know how to do it. I did a consulting call recently, Jill and I did, uh, with a father-son team in Ireland. And in the consulting call, we utilized the beta version of NeighborScoop. Yep. We drew the polygons, downloaded the data, gave it to them for free, mm-hmm. just as a test. And then we had a, the next week or the week after, we had a Thursday consulting call, we had a Thursday webinar, which we do for all of our members, house and land. And they said, oh, yeah, all the, all the properties, all the data sets that you gave us on those properties, we sold all of them. So this really, really works. This yep. is like the kind of memorization moment, I guess. Yep. This really 
really works to the point where Jill and I spent, I don't know, close to $100,000 developing neighborscoop.com so you can get these phone numbers and just click through and get these phone numbers or download a polygon if you're serious about it. Today's topic, how to find a good zip code to send blind offers to homeowners. This is why you're listening. So you're sitting there again, staring at a blank computer screen, or maybe you're in realtor.com with all those red dots, and you've got a picture of Texas with all these red dots, and you're like, oh my gosh, where do I start? How do I know that this county, or this zip code, or this city, it's, it's just too much, I can't take it. Mm -hmm. Well, let me make it super simple for you. The good news is that houses, to find a place to buy and sell houses <clears throat> is, I think, way, way easier than land because it's just all data. And all you have to do is, the data will smack you in the face if you, if you put it in the right format that you can see it. So the first step that I do is I decide what kind of property, without even thinking about math, or I just decide the type of real estate deal that I wanna do in my head. And so I'll give an exact example of a house deal uh, the, the typical house deal that we do right now. The property is probably, we're gonna buy it for about $250,000 and we're gonna try to sell it for maybe 300, maybe 325 and it should be worth about 400-ish. So I wanna make between about 50 to $75,000 and I, I don't wanna to go to the property and I don't wanna, we're certainly not gonna do anything to it. Like there's no tools or, or renovation involved. Great, that's what I want, so I start to click through uh, uh, realtor.com. And I'm looking and looking and looking for consistency. And I'm looking for that price point in my head where I'm looking for, now this is for sale property, I'm looking for $375,000 sale prices and I'm looking for clusters of them. So it's very consistent. And let's say I fall on, uh, I'm just using it as an example and I always use this city as an example. So please don't send mail there or, or do if you want. I don't know. Mesa, Arizona. Mesa is a, a city that's in the southeastern part of Maricopa County. It's southeast of of, tax, of uh, Phoenix and directly south of Scottsdale. It's an area that Jill and I are very aware of. Neither one of us have ever lived there, but we know the area really well. And it's a little bit less pricey. We just know from, from instinct, less pricey than some of the areas that are around it because it's a little older but it's very consistently priced. So number two, I like Mesa. I find that out through clicking through. Number two, I go on to uh, some site on the internet, anywhere you'd like to go and get all a list of the zip codes that include Mesa. And I think there's nine or 10. Please don't do this with Mesa. You can do this in Michigan. You can do it in Florida. You can do it in Alaska. <laughs> or do it in Mesa. I don't care. I don't know. The, the truth is somebody in our group on the Thursday call said, hey, I just mailed Mesa because you told me to, which I didn't. Right. And I bought three properties and I'm selling all three of them. So anyway. It's fine. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You get, and then you're going to list all these three zip codes and you're going to go to Redfin, pull all the data on them, and you're looking for three exactly, in my opinion, three statistics. Now the point is to take these zip codes and pit them against each other. I'm not talking about pricing. I'm not talking about window treatments. I'm talking about looking at the zip codes from an SFR market standpoint, the way that uh, an analyst would look at it with no emotion. And what I'm looking for is number statistic number one, mm -hmm. days on market. You're gonna find out 
which of those nine or 10 zip codes has the lowest days on market, that means that's the one, that's the uh, the market it has chosen for whatever reason, basic real laissez-faire supply and demand reasons that more properties moving out of that zip code than the other ones. Check. Number two, how many properties are actually for sale as a percentage of the properties that are in that whole entire zip code? The lower, the better. So if, if there's a thousand properties in a given zip code, all the SFRs in the universe of the properties in that zip code, and there's uh, 10 for sale, that's 10, 1%. So there's a thousand properties in the zip code and 10 of them are for sale, there's no properties for sale. I want to send an offers out. That means ding, that ding. there's a huge, yeah. huge demand mm -hmm. for properties. There's a thousand properties in the next zip code and 500 of them are for sale. Something's wrong. Mm -hmm. I'll, and I'll bet you a dollar the d days on market or the DOM and that is like years, not days. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And the third statistic is as a percentage, uh, how many properties sold last month? And this is a little bit overkill now, but that's that's how I roll. If you got the two numbers that I just said, and, and it's passing your tests, and it's those numbers are low, you're going to do great. The third statistic is how many. I'm sorry, I <laughs> lot to say about the overkill thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, it's good. You know what? Let's leave it at that. Yeah. There are like nine other statistics that I really look at because yeah. I have a template that I just drop it into and it pops them all in. Speaking of this so. moment, Jill can't say a word. It's okay. Overkill. It's all right. This whole show is overkill. It totally. <laughs> you know what? Let's leave it at that. If you're a member, House Academy member, you know, you know. How, how nuts we are about this. So. Oh, you know. So what's going to happen is overkill. You take those two statistics. <laughs> you look at them in a spreadsheet. You line up line up all the stuff. Overkill. And it's going to be glaringly obvious. We call it the red, green, yellow test glaringly obvious to you that two of the zip codes of the nine or ten that are in Mesa or wherever you're doing this are like oh the days on market here are 12 and there's six properties available uh, less than like th uh, you know less than one half of one percent of the properties in the whole environment are for sale that's a darn good indicator that when you send mail out for thirty eighty thousand dollars less than the actual uh, you know average retail price not the arv never say that oh never even God. use that term that's dumb you're gonna do great yeah for every three thousand offers three to five thousand offers that you send out in that market you're gonna buy a house and resell it for fifty to eighty thousand bucks more mm -hmm. it's that simple there's no version of this for land in my opinion mm -hmm. land is very nebulous mm -hmm. and very circumstantial i just wrote down a note overkill is the new normal <laughs> 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 Would I send a mailer out based on those two, two statistics at this point in my career? Yeah. Hell no. Right. I would take it out to those nine other stats. And if, if you dig deeper into all of our content, you'll, you'll see, see it all. You. Or you'll come up with your own. Our people in our advanced group it's come true. up with like, it's great. this always comes out at the live event. They're like, oh, that's great, Steve. But, you know, Here's how you I've should look at it. this. That's and I'm, the value. And I'm like, wow, that's brilliant. Yeah. That's huge. I mean, that's the whole point that we're here to show you and teach you how we do it and get you thinking and you might find new and better ways to do it and then share it with us. Exactly. And then we all do bigger and better deals together. Happy you could join us today. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you can find us over on the Land Academy Show and Tuesdays and Thursdays right here at the House Academy Show. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy Show is how to price 
a mail campaign for landowners. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. It's good. Well, you did have Jill's a lot. Boring. What? No, actually, it's good. This I mean, is like Jill's this, board is this is Jill. This is Jill. Take just kick back week. <laughs> Everybody, I said it at the earlier on this show and the one before it. This stuff needs to get out because it's like you guys are funny and everything on the show, but you need to tell us how to do this. <laughs> well, you know, and honestly, repetition really hits at home. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Saying this a couple times, so we're bringing up stuff. And we tweak it every time. We learn a little bit more. and We have a little bit to add. And, yep. and maybe it comes out a little bit different and then you're going to really get it this time. So it's, I think it's all good. The House Academy Show remains commercial free for you, our loyal listener. So wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, please subscribe and rate us there. We're, We're Stephen Jill. Information. And inspiration. To buy undervalued property. <laughs>